This is the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we discuss life goals, mindset blocks that prevent you from living your purpose, and have fun while doing it. All for a better mind, a better life, and a better you. Hi guys, and happy Tuesday. I'm your host, Dr. Nicolia, and I'm so excited that you guys are here joining and spending your time with me. So today I want to talk about success and what success means and what the most successful people do. Now, success was a topic that I studied in depth for my dissertation research because I wanted to understand how women entrepreneurs viewed success. And so I interviewed over 25 women to really hone in and see how they viewed success. And it was really interesting to see that everyone defines success differently based on who we are, what our goals are, who we're comparing ourselves to, what we desire to accomplish. Overall, success looks different to everyone. But it's a word that we hear often, right? You hear, you must be successful if you want to enjoy life, or you must be successful if you want to be happy, or you must be successful if you want to be normal, right? The trouble is we have no idea what that success actually looks like or how you're supposed to accomplish it. Society says that success is being married, having 2.5 kids, being wealthy, owning fancy cars, having at least a half a million dollar home with a white picket fence and a dog and a cat, right? The movies and social media reinforce this idea because you see your your favorite blogger or you see your favorite artist or even if you look at some of the movies and you see that they're playing like middle class people, they still live in you know, million dollar homes in the movies. And so it reinforces this idea that you have to have things to be successful. Me personally, after doing the research and really trying to hone in on what success means to me and identifying what things have made me feel successful and what things have made me not feel successful or what accomplishments have made me feel successful and not successful. um, When I think about success, I feel like success means believing in yourself and going after what you desire unapologetically. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, like if you don't even believe in yourself, why should anyone else put faith in you? Why should anyone else believe in you? And why would you have the wherewithal or the motivation to go after the things that are going to make you feel like you've accomplished your purpose. Um, And that's another piece of success to me is understanding your purpose and what you're, you're here to do and to step into it. And that's one of the reasons that I created this podcast was because I wanted people to find that success within themselves, not based on these external measures that society gives us. Because I'll, I'll be honest, like, I've had millions of shoes. I've, I've had millions of clothes. I've had, you know, degrees, higher degrees, but none of that necessarily makes me feel successful. I did not start to feel successful until I really felt like I was aligning with my purpose. Once I started being able to help people and that took for me to really have major setbacks and major failures for me to be able to step into and find my success. And so I want to talk up today about the, the top things that the most successful people do and how you can start to incorporate that into your life. And again, this is from hours and hours of my dissertation research and just with me talking to some of my clients and my own personal coaches. And so when I narrowed it down, I, I identified five things that the most successful people do. 
So the first thing that I identified once I started, you know, talking to people, doing my research, interviewing, reflecting on my own experience in my own life, the first thing I came up with was they don't blame other people for their life or where they're at. And I think that a lot of us want to blame other people. We want to blame external factors or other people's choices or the way situations have impacted our life. And I'll give you that. I do believe that different things have an impact, but we get to choose how big of an impact it has. We get to choose if we want certain situations to have a negative impact or a positive impact on our life. And remember, we've talked about this in several episodes We get to choose what perspective we choose to have about it. And so if you spend your entire life blaming other people, you're always going to come from a victim stance or a victim standpoint. And you're going to have this pessimistic lens from which you're looking out of blaming other people, not able to understand that you can step into your power and shift that situation in your favor. If we walk around, let's say that you had Um, a boss that fired you. And so you were really angry because you just feel like that boss that fired you ruined your finances. Okay, I understand that. But what did you learn from that experience? What can you gauge from that experience? If he didn't indeed fire you and you realized that your finances were going to be altered because of it, how did you start looking for new positions and new opportunities? When you began looking for those new opportunities, what, what what benefit did that provide or what benefit did that add to your life? So notice, instead of saying he fired me and this is wrong, you start reframing that and looking for the the bright side of it, the silver lining of it. That's how successful people move on because don't get me wrong, successful people have major setbacks. Um, I read a story about Oprah. Oprah was kicked off the TV because they, they said that she wasn't good enough or she wasn't fit. That's a setback. And at that time, Oprah came to a crossroads where she could have decided like, okay, well, I can, you know, I'm just, my idea of being on TV is, you know, and just needs to throw it away. It's nothing for me. This isn't, you know, meant for me. And she could have thrown it away, but she decided that she wanted to pursue it. She learned from that and she continued to press because she understood that that was her purpose. That was a dream that wasn't dying in her. That was something that she wanted to do, something that she was inspired to go for. And so she continued to push. Mike, Michael Jordan, like the best basketball player of all times, was kicked off of his high school basketball team for not being tall enough. Do you think that that stopped him? No, he still had a desire to be the world's greatest basketball player. And so he practiced nonstop until he got back on the team. Until he was until he was able to motivate himself to get back to where he desired to be. And then in turn, instead of blaming the people that kicked him off or becoming bitter about it, in turn, he became the best basketball player. Really, really shut them down, right? So that's the first step. Um, the second step is they learn from failure. So every time they have a setback, they learn from it. Right. You can. I believe that success. People say success breeds success. I'm a firm believer that failure actually breeds success. If you do it right, if you fall on your face and you see where you mess up, then you learn again. You know, I'll be honest, my very first book launch of my first book, Quick Tips for Busy Women. I was proud of myself because I accomplished some things and I really didn't know what to compare it to. But then I was like, oh, I could do this again now that I understand it better. And I came back and hit bestseller with my very first book. Because I went back from my failures and I regrouped and reorganized and restructured my plan so that when I published the second time, I relaunched, I was successful. So from my failure, I ended up being more successful. So people that are successful learn from failures. They don't allow their failures to overwhelm them or to consume them or to make them throw in the towel. Instead, instead they ask questions. What can I learn from this? What does this mean for me? What new opportunities can I create from this? How can I use this and move forward? 
Um, the next one is they don't compare themselves to other people. So this is such a, a neat one for me because earlier this week I saw a meme on social media on Facebook, I believe, and there was two people swimming in two different lanes and they were racing. And the guy in the left lane was swimming really fast and he was focused on the finish line. And then the guy in the right lane was focused on how fast the guy in the left lane was going. And so ultimately, who do you think was who won? The guy in the left lane. Um, and it was a meme that kind of also had a video attached to it. So that's how I saw the whole picture. But the reason the guy in the left lane won is because he was focused on his target on his finish line he wasn't worried about what everyone else had going on around them when we're worried and watching what everyone else has going on around us we're not putting the energy into ourselves into our goals you know where where your energy goes your focus flows or i can't remember exactly how that quote goes but if you put all your energy into focusing on other people you're missing that same amount of energy that you can be dedicating to your overall success so don't be so busy watching everyone else. Everyone else has their own journey and their own highlight reels and their own problems and their own setbacks and their own failures. But you can't be so busy and consumed watching them that you miss the journey of success that you could have for yourself. I think that social media makes this exceptionally difficult because when you log onto social media, you see everyone's highlight reels. You see all the great things that they have going on in their life. And then you start to compare yourself and feel less than. But you don't know. When you see people that are successful, you don't know how many late nights they had or how many setbacks they had or how many failures they had or how many struggles they had or how many nights that they cried or how many nights that they questioned what it was that they were doing. You just see what their success is. And so don't compare your journey to anyone else's. The fourth step is they avoid putting things on the back burner. So a lot of us are reactive. And so we wait for things to happen and then we react. Successful people are proactive. They understand that there are certain tasks and things that they need to be doing to be successful. And so those things are prioritized in their life, including themselves, right? They know that they need to take care of, of their mental health, of their rest, of all of those things in order to be effective and be successful at what it is that they desire to go after. And so they don't put things on the back burner. So they don't let their to-do list pile up. They don't, you know, make excuses for why they can't make time for it. They prioritize the things that are going to make them successful. And so, yeah, they probably have time for watching TV and they probably have time for reading books and playing games with their children or going on dates with their spouses. But they also understand that their priorities also need to be taking care of whatever it is that they desire to go after for success. And so they're not putting things on the back burner. They're not waiting until the end. You know, for me, when I first came out with this podcast, I, I knew that I wanted to create a podcast and I knew that it was a great way to reach people and, and share like motivational and, and inspirational and encouraging things with others. And so for a while, I knew that when I wanted my launch date to be, what all I wanted to in, be entailed in it. And so I had a choice. I could decide like, you know what, I'll, I'll get to that the closer to my launch date. But I didn't wait until my launch date to start. I didn't put it on the back burner because I wanted to do other things. I started working on my podcast months before my launch date and I made it a priority making sure it wasn't put on the back burner because I wanted to, I wanted that success with this podcast. And then finally, they are willing to challenge themselves. So this goes back to the comfort zone that we talked about, right? A lot of us want to stay in our comfort zone because it's familiar, because it's safe, because it's reliable, because it's relatable. Um, and it doesn't challenge us. But there is no 
growth in your comfort zone, right? You're not going to get challenged in your comfort zone, but you're also not going to get growth. And if you want to grow and you want to move in the direction of success, then you need to challenge yourself. You need to move beyond where you're comfortable and do the things that are a little bit, a little bit awkward, a little bit difficult. If I had never challenged myself and spoke in front of women, I never would have realized how exciting it is for me to share different parts of my testimony, for me to motivate and encourage people. Now, don't get me wrong, public speaking events still make me extremely nervous, but I, that's a challenge that I had to commit to. It was a challenge that I had to do. And so the same thing goes for you. When you think of the success that you desire, what ways do you need to challenge yourself? So now that you understand like what it, what success looks like um, and what the most successful people do, the best thing that you can do for yourself is there, as early as today is to define success. So what does success look like for you in your life? Don't compare it to anyone else. Don't compare it to your mom, to your sister, to your brother, to your spouse, to your kids, to your friends, to social media. What does success look like for you at the root of it? What is going to make you get out of your bed and say, you know what, I've been successful. And sometimes we, we define success a little bit at a time, right? Sometimes it's like flexible. So, you know, one year success may look one way or one month it may look one way and then the next month it may look another way. You know, I have, I have clients that deal with pretty, pretty dark depression and sometimes success for them looks like getting out of the bed. That, that's a huge step for them. But once they start working through their healing journey, success looks like, you know, getting, getting jobs or success looks like going to social events or success looks like sharing their story or success looks like starting their business or success looks like being honest about what they've experienced. And so success can change a little at a time. And so this is why it's good to touch base with yourself and ask yourself, what does success mean to me now and how can I achieve it? So I want you to take some time and really consider that. And then the next question I have for you is, in what areas of your life have you found success? And what things can you change to find more success that you desire? Let me know. I'd love to hear more from you guys about success, how you view it, how you want to incorporate it into your life. Let me know. And make sure that you um, check me out on social media at Nicolia. Williams across the board. Thank you so much for joining us today and we will be back next Tuesday. Oh, and make sure you share this podcast. Sharing really truly is caring. So make sure you share it with someone that you know could be blessed or benefit from it from it as well. See you guys next Tuesday.